So then, guys, Converting Culture is a new generation community organized by a group of individuals that began its journey on Instagram, exploring a deep and wider range of fashion, also looking to highlight artists unknown and help them achieve a foundation. And also, since then, we've expanded onto a Facebook group, giving individuals somewhere to share their content without judgment. And we're looking to also expand for many platforms from then. But basically, today and tonight, I'm joined by other members from the CC community, Fraser, Freddie, and Zach. Hello, guys. Yeah, and sure. basically, we're just here tonight to yeah talk to you guys, you know, discuss a few questions, and also just general discussion, just to get to know you guys and also give a new way of connection. So basically, we're going to start with the question, what is important for creative in 2018, guys? Like, I'll let each and every one of you start. But yeah, what do you think is important? So for me, what's important as a creative in 2017, uh, in 2018, sorry, is is the business aspect of it. So on one hand, be, you can be the best creative in the world, but if no one sees it, then you're not technically successful, at least. And it depends how you measure success, of course. Yeah. But if you're measuring success by how most people do, and that's, you know, um through success in 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 numbers in a sense yeah um then the business side definitely comes into it just as much as the creative side if no one sees it then no one will buy it and you won't find those numbers that you might be looking for so whether or not it's you know self-educating yourself to be able to cover that business side or teaming up or partnering up with someone who can cover that business side for you yeah um, yeah i think that's for me at least the way to you know pursue and and uh, succeed as a creative in 2018 for sure and i feel you know adding to that i feel for me you know in my opinion what i feel is important for an individual is to look and basically you know build a foundation because without a foundation there's nothing like you know like zach said um actually there you know seeing the content you know that you're providing and basically you know building a foundation can help you build sort of platforms and you know grow larger and larger like it's known that people say uh, on instagram that it's harder to you know begin than it is to maintain yeah. so beginning you know any type of prospect on a social media or any type of platform um yeah it is much harder to begin and you know i'm basically still in that process i would like to say and, and I, I will not personally give up and i do also feel that you know it, you know it, this is for every individual like no one is born an influencer no one is born a designer and i feel in that aspect you know that again you know with cc really that's what we're looking to do we want to you know give the awareness to the people and you know and say that everyone can do this and it's just it's just finding the most comfortable point and finding what inspires you you know motivates you and you create that you know that perfect energy to yeah move on and achieve yeah definitely i want to jump in there because I think I think there's sort of two things for me, um, and I think first thing would be being open to other ideas and other people, um, yeah, and just being able to sort of bounce off what other people are doing and bounce off what other people are saying. Um, so, so you are more versatile in 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 what you in your field. So, being more open to other people and being more open to other ideas, because once you once you go out of your uh, sphere of, of of your you know your market. Then um, yeah, then then you're in a much better place to sort of like go on with what you want to do. Um, and then the second one's sort of related is is, is collaboration. Is how can you work with another person? Um, yeah. We've got we've got the internet, um, which I think is a yeah. massive massively useful tool that any creative can use. Um, yeah. And and yeah, so like I think I think collaboration um, and being open to other people is, is massively important. 
yeah and do you do you, do you think adding to that really do you think it's you know it's kind of important for other people to link and connect with other people as well you know what i mean even um you know around the world basically as well you know thanks to social media i think like do you think that can be a good aspect yeah yeah definitely i think i think there's 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 two sides to it but i think i think if you're taking the positives away from me you know what's important as a creative yeah. i think i think being open to different ideas and different people um sort of like yeah yeah i guess i guess it is a good thing it's quite an open-ended question because the question is you yeah. know, what is important as a creative in 2018 it doesn't really specify to do what and that's it's, it's kind of a good thing about the question because then it leaves you to you know uh fill, fill in the blank of you know what is important for what do you know what i mean for sure for sure for sure i think like obviously because with so many people you know at the moment there's more people than ever attempting to get into the sort of the creative field almost and a lot of people are sort of entering it a lot younger than most i think a lot of people are sort of feeling the pressure to you know reach success quickly which isn't always a good thing you know if you're trying to rush success you can quite often it will seem a bit forced and whatnot so i, I feel think like, yeah, no, i feel like that's due to the platform like like more people want to be creative than ever or more people are allowing themselves to be more creative than ever because oh, yeah, finally you know due to the internet there's a platform where people can express their creative sort of um their creative selves and actually finally make money off that and monetize that side of being an artist um, and a musician, basically. Yeah, and, you know, obviously, who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that sort of success off something that seems as simple as, you know, an Instagram, for example? But I think it's a lot deeper than that. You know, there's a lot more to it. Yeah, I think as well, you know, like, I think what can help an individual as well is just having that, you know, right mindset. Like, for me, what's helped me in the last year is positive criticism positive criticism has been like the best thing for me and it's not been like you know once you basically want you know on any type of creative artist you know any any even a builder once you you know you build something and you know basically someone tells you that it's not the best obviously it's not like no one gets that best feeling when you, but it's controlling that feeling do you mean like constructive criticism or do you mean positive criticism because i feel like there's a very big difference or not a very big difference but there's definitely a difference between those two uh terminologies no yeah i completely understand that and you know i'd say more positive criticism but it can it can definitely include both of them as well because you know like like you know like i was basically saying you know that understanding for having you know to have that open mind and to always look in you know an area to improve but also knowing your standard as well so knowing that what you're good at you know being confident that you know what i mean like knowing what standard you are at and then you know taking everything else what you can learn from and to, you know to achieve all, all the other um aspects yeah then i think the- it's important go, go, go on Zach. i was just gonna say on the contrary you know we've all been uh taking this question in terms of you know what's important as a creative to be successful kind of um, yeah. i feel like you know there's the opposing side of it is, um what's important as a creative to you know maintain creativity and to you know focusing on the on the on less of the successful side and more of the creating side because that's what creativity is all about um you know how do you maintain creativity how do people get inspired how do you know you guys uh potentially even myself you know could be considered as a creative you know how do we yeah. get inspired for, for example yeah you've got to add like broad horizons you know because you know it's not it's it's hard to tell whether it's something that's going to be sustainable it's, it's always you know with something like social media there's always something doing something there's always someone doing something new all the time so you've got to figure yeah. out what your next move is have it prepared yeah. i i think it's i think going off that like i think it's important that people because i think people right now are are very scared in terms of um like being accused of copying someone or, or doing what someone else is doing and I think yeah. that's a massive 
um, stunt in people's creativity because if you feel like you're going to be copied, or sorry, if rather if you feel like you're copying, so if, if you feel like someone else is um, yeah. accusing you of copying someone else, yeah. I, I phrase that badly, but but you sort of get what I'm getting at. Then yeah. then you're going to hold back on doing something, or you're going to you're going to not do that painting because someone else has done it, or someone else has done something similar. So I think not being afraid to copy is is such a good thing. But being afraid to be in the, to being accused of copying is really like, important. For sure, for sure. And I'm really glad you you know you're pointing that out for the uh, the copying aspect because this is an understanding that I like to would like to point across, you know, from my opinion, you know, understanding creativity because um ontological design is basically just, you know, what it means what's around you inspires you, you know. So from so basically, you know, going right right at the beginning for myself, I like to surround myself in positive energy. And I like to go for walks, for example. I like to visit cool architecture. I like to visit just beautiful nature, you know, and that inspires me. It, you know, it makes me feel of what I am, small, and also makes me want to be more, basically. And But, yeah, going to the point of creativity, like, I feel that when I, when I said earlier, in, you know, in the discussion, I said about anyone can basically do this. And what I mean by that is that you find the field in which you enjoy and what you're comfortable at, and you find other people in which you're achieving in that field. And you look at that and you copy what, you know, kind of what is working, but then you add your own aspect to it. And that is creativity. That is step-by-step creativity. Like, like everything that you're around, you know, that information your brain takes in. So you have actually, you know, copied everything that you're surrounded by. So no one can deny copying. Yeah, I mean, anything that anyone, anyone's created and or I feel like the majority of things that that we're looking to create in general, especially in the fashion industry, has always, I mean, it's been done before. Um, yeah. Like, sure. you know i can't think of a design or any sort of anything i've seen recently that hasn't probably been done before um yeah so yeah i i, I mean i do think it, I, I definitely think there is too much focus on people or, or people focuses too much on, on trying not to copy other people's designs when 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 really you know you're just taking inspiration and that's fine you can take inspiration you're allowed to take inspiration but you know as long as yeah. you transform it make it transformative in your own way you know add on your own twist if you will I feel I was just basically like a, uh, Zach a quick question there for myself. I've noticed with a lot of business, like you'll see basically what works people will try and do, like you know, with Supreme with their box logos. Like you've seen a lot of companies that you know they'll still try and copy Supreme in a sense, and you'll see like yeah, you know what works businesses you know try and just do it. You know, like people say with Ian Connor and Vans, and they say some people have asked me and like how has he basically got away with that in a sense because there's very little difference that people feel, but it's like it's smart in a way for business because, you know, he's looking at what works. Uh, Ian Connor definitely took it next level in terms of how similar it is. But I mean, yeah. that type of skate shoe has been around for decades. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to get technical, don't quote me on this, but for, since the 50s, probably roughly, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think early. Converse, I think there was, as far as I'm aware to my mind, like I'm trying to think of the name now, but fortunately it's not coming to me. Hopefully it will soon, but um, there's been many... Uh, you know that Converse design before Converse. Well, I shouldn't say Converse design, but you know that's what people know it as. So that's why I said that. But you know, before that, you know, yeah, Flyknits. There we go, Flyknits. Flyknits were around early 50s, 60s, and they were very, very, very similar to Converse. And Converse were actually much popular after. If my knowledge is correct, it may not be. But you know, again, that is again evidence of that copying aspect. You see. You've got to have a good extent of knowledge to actually be able to copy something in a way that's going to benefit yeah. you. Yeah, because sure. there's obviously sh- straight ripping things off, and then there's using it to your advantage mm-hmm. and taking that inspiration 
which you know is is a form of a compliment really i'm sure like if you do it in a good way there's no way of you can't be angry at that really you've got to respect that yeah for sure yeah, yeah, yeah on the topic of like you know creativity and what was most important for a cre- uh for creatives like what what for you guys at least um like this is something i'm personally interested in is like who's your idol in terms of creativity who do you look up at um and think wow that is a, a, a vision a true visionary someone someone that isn't you know insanely creative my granddad no i'm joking um <laughs> who do i look up to my sense it's not who do i look up to that's something i just take i learn from everything like you know even for example today i went to costa for you know a coffee and there was actually you know quite an elderly gentleman in front of me in the queue but his fit was absolutely perfect it was absolutely stunning you know beautiful tones of beige and it was just fantastic and especially for summer and basically what i'm saying here my point is is that I take inspiration from, you know, everywhere that I go from anyone. I don't have an ego to it like that. To know he doesn't have 50, 60 k on Instagram, so, you know, he's not my inspiration. But it's like, it's really not like that for myself. I'm not sure about, you know, everyone else in the call, but it's for me personally. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, I like Rothko a lot. So as in, as in creativity like that. Yeah, um, for sure. If, we're gonna, if I want to mention, you know, some names, especially yeah, that's Vader is someone. You know, a name. That's Vader is someone that I've, you know, always really looked up to because is, you know, it's in the it's in the details for me. That's what I really focus on, and his details are always, you know, just absolutely bang on, and always coming up with some type of way that you know is including extravagance, steez, and it's not been done before, but it looks like it's been done a million times before because it's that comfortable. You look at it and it's like wow, you don't look mm-hmm. at it and you're like, what is that? You know, you understand it, and I'm learning from that guy all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, for me personally, obviously, like, it's such a cliche one to say, but obviously I've always massively, since I was like a kid, looked up to Bowie, obviously just oh, because of sure. like, ability to, you know, make almost, like, characters and just surprise yep. people with new one every time you come on stage or whatever. To have that ability, you've got to have some level of knowledge. At the time, obviously, it was, you know, now it's more accepted, I think. Yeah. But back then, it was something that was very, like, it was very standout. You wouldn't see people doing that. And I just think, I think a lot of people could inspire to be, really. For sure. And, you know, for Bowie, you know, one of the most, you know, amazing things that I like about Bowie is when I got, he got punched in the face by his friend and he had certain injury to his eye in which he turned it to be completely cool. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So that's, you know, again, that, you know, gives me the idea to say that um, trend, trend is begun. You know what I mean? It, you could, like, for me, you can't really so much by trend. It's just, well, you know, like that's where the certain influences, you know, they have that certain power of influence to wear something. And, you know, people look at that and they do see it as, cool and they want to buy that but to basically you know all it's it's not the the garment that does that it's the individual and anyone can do that but basically it can be achieved in a white tee as well so so our next topic is is logo mania um which going into that freddie do you want to explain what you know logo mania is um sure sure so so yeah it's been a trend that's obviously been around for for a while for a long time um so i wouldn't even call it a trend it's more just a thing because trends come and go. This is this has been around for for, for a while, um, and yeah, it, it basically it's basically just um, when a when a fashion brand um, puts a logo on the outside of their of their clothes, so it's uh, visible for other people to see, and they'll use they'll use their logo um, with a quite a, with with their recognisable font or in a recognisable colour, um, so people yeah people will will be able to see what brand it is they're wearing. And and it's had a bit of a resurgence over the past three or four years. Brands like Gucci, uh, brands like Versace, brands like 
Burberry, um, yep. Balenciaga, Fendi. They've all brought back their their heritage logos, um, reinterpreted them, and yeah, yeah, pushed them. They've really been it's really been pushed like throughout the whole throughout the whole of fashion. And I'm and I'm basically where I'm going with the question is: Do you think it's a bad thing? Do you think it's a good thing? And ultimately, do you think it's going to last in this sort of like next two or three years? Do you have? Do you think it has longevity to it? So, so yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a a good or a bad thing. Um, I mean, for me, when I buy a garment, it's because of the design. Uh, like, I'm going to quote Lewis in this. It's because of the cuts, the colours, the fabrics. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, for me, it's about whether or not the logo just looks good. It's as simple as that. Like, um, like if the if it adds to the design, if it adds to the creativity, maybe... Um, and makes the, the gum look better than for sure for me it's a good thing but in general i'm quite neutral about it i don't feel any specific kind of way about it um yeah yeah at least in at least when we think about high fashion brands and um and how and when it's done in a more dignified way when we talk about you know fits where it's like f- logos everywhere you know what i mean like um like there's a gucci logo here there's a Balenciaga logo there chanel logo there and it's clearly made and it's clearly a fit, uh, a outfit that is you know put together with the intention to flex that's when yeah. it's kind of a bad thing for me. A clash for sure. Yeah. Me adding to that for myself, I just, um, for myself, I feel like it's both a positive and a negative to logo mania. Um, and for myself, the only way I'd, you know, say slightly negative is can, I can connect this to Instagram is just, you know, I noticed with Balenciaga most recently quite a few, um, track jackets, um, a few t-shirts, etc. but yeah, a few garments overall, um there's basic just text um and a few just different colors and i know that like a few people that are basically new to you know fashion on instagram social media for example you know seeing other people doing it you know gains well gain so much followers or so much attention for etc you know and they're just basically buying this and it's quite expensive well too expensive in my opinion yeah. and you know that's what i feel is just negative like but for the positive aspect i feel it's good for a brand to identify itself every now and again as long as it's not too much in like, you know, not every single year, there's several garments, you know, in several collections with so much text and quite large and quite staid. I feel now as every now and again, I think it's good to have that because it is design as well. And I do actually quite like the design and I'm going to um, call out Midnight. Shane Gonzalez, I think, is it? If I've got that name right. Um, I oh, feel yeah. that his Midnight with the semi-circled kind of text tees were fantastic. Like that was just, just brilliant tee overall. And that was my preferable opinion. And I bought that over the any Supreme box logo. And that was several years ago. Um, and that time, I, you know, I do wear Supreme as well. You know, I wouldn't like not wear them because it's Supreme. You know, if it's a nice garment, I will buy that. But, you know, like I said, if it's just Supreme and it's, sev- you know, so expensive, then no, not, not at all. Yeah, no, I mean, echoing what Zach said about, you know, the whole thing, like you look at some of these outfits and they are, they're kind of there to flex. I think a lot of with the logo stuff, especially on Instagram, it's sort of an easy way in. Like, you, it doesn't really require much, in my opinion, anyway, I don't think it requires much creativity. It's more just people will automatically like it and, you know, comment on it because they know what it is. They know exactly, like, you know, they know why you're... Realistically, people who are buying these teas and want people to know what what they spend their money on. You know, they want yeah. people to know what their brand is. Yeah. So I, when you stop wearing logos and things, it's a lot you know, you feel yourself getting a lot more creative. You feel like you're putting more effort into your outfits. And I think that shows. It's quite interesting um, how logos work on Instagram in terms of content. Um, yeah. So 
a pick with or for actually i'm going to compare it in terms of an account um so for example an account that posts that posts more brands will often get way more likes per picture uh, i'm talking about like in regards to you know inspiration pages and stuff like that yeah pages. yeah um an account that posts logos will get way more likes per picture uh, way more traction usually will grow faster um because you know um i'm assuming it's because you know logos to the eye are attractive and it's something that draws you in um, yeah, yeah, as sure. opposed to a minimal account, um, they do nowhere near as well uh, when it comes to likes, um, yeah, or impressions or growth. And I don't know. I just think that's kind of an interesting way in how, you know, the lack of effort, or at least how I would look at it anyway. No, yeah, and I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, that because, um, you know, it gives me the idea to say about you know CC and its meaning within itself. Those guys are basically planning and working on each and every day now because we do want to change the shift of what's most popular and currently what is most popular. Just as Zach had mentioned, um, you know, something with text, you know, like we've mentioned logo mania, it's much more popular, and something which much more minimal is not as even so but currently people are much more enjoying uh lovely toned outfits which is good because for me i see fashion as colors and materials and well outfits prim outfits i mean yeah i just feel that we are here to you know help that shift and improve it and it's already happening and each and every day we are getting closer to that like that our audience on instagram currently is growing more and more and um, quite quite quickly to be honest with our other and more expanded and wider range of content to other Instagrams. Yeah, I, I when when I ask the question about longevity, I don't think it has long. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really think. I think it's just a trend, and I think people will give up on it when they realise that logos is just writing on a t-shirt or whatever. I don't think yeah. it has longevity. Um, there'll be people that always want to show for what they're wearing, but in the next five years, I think people will turn away from that. For sure. Um, and, the, and the and the flex, if you want to call it that, in inverted commas. We'll turn no. more away from that and we'll turn more towards, you know, oh, it's people know it's expensive because of the way it looks, not because of what it reads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the T-shirt could be we could be cut. The material used could be spot on. And, then, and in that case, people would know it's designer because of just the way it looks on a body. Whereas now, you know, everyone knows it's a designer. I think people will definitely turn towards um less logos because i think people are already starting to do that i yeah. just think i just think the way that instagram works as zach was saying just i think it just it just does better you know it just, yeah. it just it just does better like because, zach was you know going back to the individual and um, with this logo mania i think currently you know somebody an individual that is you know like zach said you know wearing Balenciaga gucci prada for example there's no credit there no more it's 2018 there's no credit there no more because it's not a growing sense anymore and that shift is already happening and cc has been a part of that for the last six months and i feel that oh you know how many months we've been involved sorry i think you know it feels slightly longer for me but um yeah you know i think that's you know a great point to say you know the longevity about it for sure well, what's uh interesting about like when you look at instagram statistics and you know logo accounts versus uh more minimal accounts is that yep. minimal accounts actually have a much higher conversion rate so let's say for example 10 people see a, a page of logos right yeah. Um, yeah about let's say four people will follow out of those 10 people that see it whereas on a minimal page it's more like six or seven you know what i mean like the, the conversion rate's almost double so though they get yeah. less numbers more people will follow through because you know i'm assuming because the tides are changing you know supreme's had its day um yeah. logos have sort of had their day and that was sort of their their the gateway drug the entry point 
to to fashion and how people are learning more they're learning more about their fashion like for me when i first started in fashion it was all about supreme it was all about palace and, and, and that's what i was about yeah like nowadays who you know even your average joe next door he's gonna know the name gucci he's gonna know the name balenciaga he's gonna know the name supreme if you say to them oh if you heard of undercover they're not gonna know that so i think what it is you know everyone is sort of trying to get you know everyone knows those names and they want to be wearing those names even people who aren't into fashion they still want to be in those names and you see that quite often nowadays so i think that's sort of ruined it for those who are into a deeper sense of fashion if that makes sense yeah do you guys feel like you know currently with you know chanel prada balenciaga gucci do you feel there's going to be any change like when the next you know five ten even longer years do you feel that there is going to be any change like match the prestigious level of these brands i think to get to that prestigious level i think it takes a very very yeah. long time yeah i mean if you look at all of the ones that are that are at the prestigious level like goya for example um yeah. the history is you know the like it's it's almost built into society and culture at, at this point so i don't think they can get to that prestigious level uh when you talk about you know prestige but i think they can reach that level potentially um in terms of 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 success um like a new brand you know that you know we've been seeing for a while now come up is is a leaks um Heliot Mill, just to mention mm-hmm. a few um I mean, these type of brands, they're only just entering that atmosphere. I mean, um, yeah. you could talk about J.W. Anderson as well. Um, you know, they're nowhere near this level yet. But I mean, in 10, 20 years, you never really know. You know, the Gucci's could be falling off and the, you know, the J.W. Anderson's could could maybe take that place. Realistically, like, I think that the, the sort of, like, say, level is more becoming sort of an opinion in a way, you know, because to a lot of people, there's, you know, there's people in fashion who, who are younger maybe and they won't you know who are maybe more logo driven they won't care for chanel they won't care for those sort of heritage brands you know to them a much bigger brand would be for example their supreme or their palace i'm glad all that's been mentioned because it's given me the opportunity to ask like do you feel like what do you, as well what do you guys feel about like for example virgil you know moving over to lose return like do you, what do you guys feel about the you know originality within that as that said, keep at that highest and you know top most prestigious levels. Like, do you guys feel that that's like a call, or just, if there's no really problem with that at all? I'm not gonna say anything till he puts his first collection out. I don't think anyone yeah, should yeah. because because I think it's I think it's wrong to say oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be like without even seeing the collection. It's a totally different objective yeah. the audience. Yeah, let's let's be honest. Like off white was pretty shoddy. To go off that, yeah, you could say oh it's not gonna be great, but I think it's completely different because he's got a whole bunch of new people around him and the skill set that they have is incomparable to Off-White. Um, and yeah, just as hard the whole like, atelier that he'll have behind him is going to be phenomenal. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but I think no one should cast judgment over whether they think it's going to be good or bad no, until he puts out his first question. And then we can slay him. He should never have gone there. That was a mistake. It was a, it was a money grab, but until then, I don't think anyone could say anything. Uh, but you, but but feel free to have your own opinions. I think uh, it's extremely brave from Louis Vuitton because uh, we've never seen anything yeah. really like this before. Yeah. Um, you know, someone like Virgil going to a you know Louis Vuitton. I mean, we're talking you know the the greatest of the greats when it comes to fashion. So one of the most you mm-hmm. know heritage based you know prestigious brands. Like I think it, I think in a way it's it's amazing for the culture to have someone almost so new to the industry in a way, or not new to the industry, but. Um, He's relatively new. Like he interned with, at Fendi, so he's been he's been in the game for a bit. But 
nine years isn't that long. Like if you look at Carl yeah, Lagerfeld, really like he's been in it for time. Like it's, it's yeah, I mean, there are the designers people. that they could have chosen. Um, but yeah, like they could have gone for JW Anderson. That would have been a bit better. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I I thought that would have been a better match. But yeah, I would love to see it'll be interesting. That. I think there's been two, maybe three black designers at uh, Paris Fashion Houses. I think he's the second, but I could be wrong. Um, Oswald well, that's Boateng cool. So that's, and cool. so that's that's obviously great. Like that's yeah, wonderful. The the idea that you know the, the progression that we've made. Um, and Paris is Paris is a little bit behind in that. Like obviously, you see New York, they've got loads of multiculturalism within their sphere, as far as I'm aware. So yeah, no, I think it'll be interesting. I said the same with London. So I think it'll be really interesting to see the collection when he puts it out. But yeah, I don't think anyone should cast judgment. I feel like a lot of these, you know, these brands are sort of they're clicking onto this whole, you know, I hate to say it sounds a bit cringe, but this whole youth culture thing, you know. They're really, yeah. they're picking up on that. Like, you know, for example, you've got Shane Oliver going over to Helmut Lang to sort of, because they know that he can easily revive that brand. He's got the vision that, he, you know, he had that such big success with Hood by Air. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. That then bringing him in, he's going to turn it around. And we have already seen, you know, a resurgence of Helmut Lang, you know, people who had never heard of it before. Now you're seeing, obviously, it's again, it's going back to that logo mania thing, but I think it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Personally, for myself, you know, I'm quite excited just because I always like change. You know, I like innovation. Basically, looking out and expanding boundaries and, you know, expanding culture as well, you know, including more cultures. And um, just, a, you know, I was more, you know, just discussing about more, you know, originality within itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I see, yeah, it's a quote here. I want to see if you agree with that. I'm just pulling it up on my phone. I got it. Style is not about the clothes, it's about the individual. Do you agree? Uh, Yes. No. You don't agree? No. Just say if you agree or not. Lewis? Individual. So, yes. Razor? But, yeah, I'll go individual, but I think there's there's more to it. I mean, I think it's about both. Like, I mean, style's about like what the individual's wearing so of course of course the clothes comes into it like i'm i'm sitting there right now thinking you guys are idiots i really want to hear what you guys want to how you guys are going to justify this because to so me basically, it sounds idiotic I'll, I'll explain my thought process so for myself you're saying yeah the clothes but the individual is choosing them clothes it's a vision that collects the material yeah no that's true actually that's a good and point. it's about how you wear the clothes as well right yeah exactly. but i just mean it like how but that's of individual too but the like, clothes but yeah, I mean, I mean, we're kind of agreeing in a sense because you're just we're basically saying the same thing, just in different in different ways. You're saying it's like it's how the individual picks the clothes. I'm just saying, well, yeah, the the individual picks the clothes, kind of. You know, what I mean, like the clothes are the yeah. what you actually, you know, yeah. Rate like for example, of. you know, what I mean, like somebody wearing white tee, um, black shorts, and you know, another individual. Like I feel like you know, I think that's a good example because one certain individual, you know, what I mean, will start basically imagine certain stances, location, background. Well, you know, yeah. And just, you know, shot and we'll, you know, consider all them factors, you know, because that's the vision, imagination within itself. But the individual can just stand there and be like, uh, uh. I looked at the question physically, and that's probably why we came to a disagreement there, actually, because for me, when you said yeah. that, I, I picture a human being, a physical human being standing up with clothes on them, right? Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter how they pose, I rate, I, or it does matter how they pose, but, um, you know, the, the style is, is about the clothes that they're wearing. 
Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, they did pick them. In most cases, though, you got to bear in mind, you know, they're, they're stylists for a reason, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah, I do, I do think it's about the clothes because the clothes is what represents the style. That's what the style is, 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 is you know, in physical form, basically. Yeah. Um, that, but then, of course, I, d- I don't know if you count earrings and, and tattoos into that, like, because yeah, yeah, that obviously yeah, has yeah, to no, an outfit think, and stuff think, like that. So that's why I think I it's th- a bit of both rather than simply just an individual, simply just a, you know. Sure. Yeah, no, I completely understand. But I think, I think I'm going, I'm signing with Lewis and that. It's like yeah. an individual picks the clothes. Therefore, whatever clothes they're wearing, they could have style in. So it's not even about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think if, if, if like, let's take the Bayes example. If ASAP Rocky wore a pair of Levi's and a white T-shirt and some Air Force, some, some white Air Force One, then he's got style. That's style, right? But it's yeah. not about the clothes. <laughs> but but well, you be not okay. I'm just using accessible. No, yeah, I don't yeah, want to say anything that no one understands. But I'm just saying, some fisherman, 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 <laughs> fisherman, fisherman, fisherman. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, what I was saying is, I'm, I I'm just that, saying, like, like interesting. They, yeah, they, but what I'm trying to say is, like, they could be wearing like a pair of waterproof dungarees and yep. a bucket hat. But then yeah. that's style. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's that's a style, and therefore it is completely about the individual, and it has yeah. nothing to do with the clothes. Because a, a stylish individual, it doesn't matter what they're wearing. Yeah, certain individuals that have you know reached a certain level of a foundation. Example for Young Fug, like he's done many, many kind of out you know out the box. Well, I don't really like that term, but just kind of yeah, really extravagant kind of fits. Um, just photos in general, really. You know what I mean? We what he's wearing basically but i feel at the same time he's giving that example that you know like we're saying here that meaning that's just you know it's the individual that can suit anything and he's making that point you know that's why it's you know like that's why it creates so much controversy I mean, yeah it just creates so much you know gossip and people are like what the hell is he wearing and they share it and you know the friends comment they laugh you know people you know positive it and you know people you're basically leading to certain arguments but it's because, you know, the misunderstanding is basically that you can, you know, wear anything and own that. Which I feel is, you know, that's where, as well, you know, these brands at the top, you know, Prada Balenciaga's, uh, Gucci's, well, yeah, going, you know, I don't know, I keep saying them, sorry, I shouldn't do it. But basically, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah the, you know, the high-end brands as well, that's why I feel that, you know, that's where they get their uh, certain style and inspiration from as well. I do believe that it comes from, you know, the people, it isn't from, the um, people that have got, you know, well, famous celebrities, for example, it isn't always from that. It's from the low-key Instagram people or, you know, low-key Tumblr on, or any platform or even on the street, for example, even Fashion Week scene, like, you know, anyone connected to, you know, to, to whatever certain brand, are, you know, are being inspired from that. That's weird. It might not even be correct, but, he, you know, sure, he's got a photo that, you know, is a two-column foot image and it's showing that's Veda a year before Balenciaga released their... Um, yeah, yeah. Propped higher up jackets. Yeah. yeah. Well, that um, was the whole set, wasn't it? It was a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. And it was, whoa. You know what I mean? And that's basically what it is. You, you know, you, you, you imagine a style and you own it. And basically that can, you know, that, that, that inspiration power is kind of unbelievable. You don't know what that could, you know, that, that, what that could achieve. I feel like it, um, I feel like the question is so subjective, like pretty much everything in fashion is, is dumb subjective on your definition of, of, of style. Um, yeah. Because when you said the word style for me, and it's probably because I'm not as deep into fashion as you guys are, but for me, I just thought about um, 
you know how someone's clothes looks in the market and I, I actually completely forgot for a second that you know style's obviously subjective like you know some people think uh lewis dresses horribly but you know other people will say he dresses nicely same with anyone in the world you know what i mean yeah for sure you know no i do think it comes with you know a lot of the time having the individual who can actually work with his proportions his overall look that because mm-hmm. you know in a way it's, it sounds very cliche but the clothes almost pick you you know there's some certain items that would look terrible on some guys and then it, on a guy that's maybe got a different proportion maybe an overall look that's you know oh, for sure yeah, the yeah, yeah. better. so in a way it kind of comes to you as yeah. the individual if that makes yeah. sense for sure and that's why that's sort of a point as well of why you know uh, when we mentioned earlier in the discussion about copying and you know slash creativity you know, as well, that can't be 100% just straight take. Fraser has just importantly mentioned that, you know, size, you know, who you are, your own self, you know, is all, you know, important as a factor. That's when I, when I said that, I said, you know, you take inspiration and you bring it to yourself. You you add, you know, you, you, you know, you add your own little aspects of style there as well. Or in, and as well, you know, less can be more like that. Less can be so much more. Um, well, I think I was trying to say earlier, because I actually agree with what you're all saying, right? Um, yeah. Like, like I completely agree. But what I was trying to say by earlier is like the word style. It's so, it's so hard. It like for me, really it, think there is no right or wrong. It relates directly to clothing in a sense. Yeah, no right, no right or wrong at all. It's just what people, you know what I mean? It's that, it's that. That's what inspiration. Yeah. It's, it's you know, if someone's on a big screen, that power of inspiration is much more enlightened. Someone's walking past them in the street, and that's how it happens with people with fifty, you know, twenty, thirty, forty k. The higher the number, the higher that inspiration, you know, energy seems to perceive everybody, and everybody's not seeing that person. But when you go to fashion weeks, so or you go to wherever they're based, and you see these people, you know, Ian Lucas Saab, anyone, you know, you, you see them, and you're like, they're just human, man. They're just me, like, and it's like, what the hell? And you see them wearing, like, you know, I saw him in Paris uh, last year. And yeah, you know, no, you know, it's just my opinion, but I feel like I was out swagging them. You know, it is what it is. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it just is what it is. But yeah, I think no, I think uh, I don't think anyone can argue with with what Freddie said. Like when you like going back to the the whole fisherman example, right? I don't think anyone in the world with an IQ higher than two can or, or would really, you know, passionately disagree with what you actually said. Yeah. Um, Good. I think it's just, I think it's... <laughs> no, it was the understanding of the question, I feel, it was just perceived wrong, and I feel I didn't help because I was, like, part talking as well in there. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it really just does depend on, on your definition of, of style. So, really, I feel that, from, you know, from what we're saying here, I feel that, like, don't actually have a judgment on style, don't have a definition. You know what I mean? Just let it be. You know, what's working, what's working. You know what I mean? And add your own annotations to that. You know what I mean? And that's what I mean to that, you know, open mindset, you know, learn from what you do. You adapt, you keep going, you keep going. Remove it if you have to, you try again. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Remove it, you know, that's what I mean. And you will get there. And that's my, I'm still there. I'm still there for sure. I'm still there. But I actually enjoy the grind. I enjoy this game. One topic I'd kind of like to like dive into, like just whilst we're talking, you know, just chilling, is, is influencers in general. Like I'd just love to have a, a discussion and talk about influencers. Yeah. Like, as like with this group of people, I feel like it could be an interesting dynamic because we all kind of have uh, different positions within the influencer mm-hmm. market as such. So yeah. 
I think for me, the best influencers are those who don't perceive themselves as an influencer. But that's just my hot take. I don't think, you know, I think all these big influencers who openly will say, oh, that's why I am, you know, I'm an Instagram influencer. I just couldn't, you know, I think, I think fair enough, you people see the stuff, some people see the style and that, and that's cool, you know, it's someone to look up to, but I think you just can't get behind a lot of them, but. You're like a public figure in your bio. I mean, I, I completely disagree. With, I agree with it in a sense, but I don't think how good an influencer is, at least for me, is dictated at least solely by how corny they are in regards to how much they have yeah. so they think they are i think no yeah no definitely i get what you're saying like for sure like they're still you know even you know they're still influencing a hell of a lot of people more so than what you know probably the people i look up to as influencers are and no, i think I that's mean, you know that's that's cool that like, they found their market that's cool i just mean for me you know what dictates how good an influencer is certainly isn't you know whether or not they've got public figure in their bio for example like if darts vader had um i don't know why he keeps coming up but darts vader for example um had public figure in his bio and literally put on his story i'm the most relevant fashion influencer like i wouldn't stop i'd still love his style i'd still think he's a great yeah, yeah, sure. regardless of that yeah so... being being self-confident is is not a bad thing i think unless you are like seriously seriously cool yeah, yeah. And, I think um, it's good to have like and it's maybe different group of influencers rather than you know some people will look up to one in particular I think it's good yeah. to have a rounded group because otherwise you are going to end up like going back to what you said you are going to end up straight ripping off their look rather than picking individual pieces from various looks for, for sure. example well, what do you so think, I think it's good sure. what do you think makes a good influencer then because you know going back to 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 to, to you know how you worded it at the start and I disagreed with that I think for me at the moment you know are you guys here but I think that subcultures and things have been massively killed by things like instagram yeah that's and a whole nother discussion i agree 100 percent. yeah for me personally i look at someone who is you know not so much doing their own thing but you know sort of switching things up create trying to create their own sub style subculture mm-hmm. rather than you know doing what everyone else is doing that's just my hot take because i think you know, I think like like it, like you said it's a whole new discussion we might go on to that but i just think in my opinion it has killed it quite a bit sure and I feel that, you know, going, uh, you know, adding on to that, I feel for myself, popularity, you know, so much increase of popularity kills trend. And I feel that, you know, if, you know, yeah, you more, the more people wearing something, the less cool it kind of becomes. And I feel that, you know, with certain influencers, you know, you know, and, you know bring, having that point that it's important to innovate and change. You know what I mean, and keep creating and cre- and keep you know in, in influencing different trends and you know creating them yeah. because that's the only way you're going to be able to maintain. Because, for example, you know someone who kind of always dresses the same, and I'm going to say Ian Connor because I, I just see him the same a lot. I do actually rate him quite a lot. I feel he's done you know achieved incredible and done quite a lot, but um, at the same time, he seems to always you know kind of have that same type of style. Now, it's good to have a it's good to have a look because if you have a look then yeah. you are, like what Fraser said, you are creating your own sure, thing. Yeah, you are creating sure. your own, yeah, exactly. So there's that. So that's important. I think I think it, like for me, like if we're going to use that blanket term, like an influencer. Yeah, I think it's important to have a look and it's important to have an aesthetic or a yeah. particular style. Going on the more followers thing, which I think is an important thing to add. I think more followers doesn't equal more influence. Yeah, I think like, I think like if you... If you have more followers, it doesn't mean that you're more influential. I, I'm really passionate about this, actually, because uh, this yeah. is something I preach to. I mean, I'm sure, Lewis, you've definitely heard me preach it to you. 
uh, Freddie, yeah. you'd probably have as well. Of, um, of you know, be personal with your audience, but like mm-hmm, share yeah. your personality with your audience because that will increase your influence and perform by a mile. Um, and sure. that's not to say it's just a numbers game and it's all about, you know, improving your numbers. But for example, you know, I know people with 3K who can get, um, you know, 200 people over to a website. Whereas I know mm-hmm. people with 100K exactly. who can only get yeah. 100 people over to a website. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's because, exactly. and that's, I think stories is an, an incredible part of Instagram that's allowed people to express themselves way more and be and be you know just share way more of their lives because when you think about content on a feed it's so the majority of the time it's very fabricated it's very fake or not always but it's it's always you know there's yeah, a setting especially in stuff like fit pics um you know uh i mean that's something that's been ta- been talked about for years but then when you look at stories stories are way less staged uh, at least in my experience mm-hmm. anyway stories for me personally i use them to exp- uh, to express my thoughts i'm always putting on whatever my whatever i'm thinking of at the time a few times yeah. a day, or just throw it up on my story, uh, just to provoke some sort of discussion. Yeah, um, the story is like the behind-the-scenes access. Yeah, okay. you know. So if we, if you're following a you know a certain brand, you stories with Instagram, you know, it, it enables them to be able to see you know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, each step of creation. You know, each step of you know garment creation. You know, the pattern cutting, or even the drawing, for example. Well, what do you think? Uh define someone as an influencer because i mean when we look at it technically everyone will probably say it's someone that has an influence over a group of people right because you know that's it's in the name but then when you think of you know but by that term by that logic my mum's an influencer gone very level i feel everybody's an influencer absolutely we've probably all influence someone at least with something we put up but mm-hmm. i think what a lot of people will class when people start classing someone as an influencer specifically i do feel like it comes back to the thing when they've got a certain amount of followers you know when they've got a large following that's when people start saying oh they're an influencer yeah yeah for sure I mean, it's so subjective though like because because it's it's a thing of standards really um because like for example um Kanye West, for example, might look at Freddie and say he's not an influencer. Like, you know, Freddie, you're what? Like, no, nah, he okay, wouldn't. He would definitely say I'm an influencer. He okay. would definitely say I'm an Okay, okay. Like, not, okay, not Kanye West then. Like, use a different like, example. No, 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 no. Don't even use me. Just use use Kanye West. But just like... Basically, what I'm trying to say, I'm not going to use examples. <laughs> nah, go ahead, just, go ahead with your you point. Know, I was only... shafted no, me. Go, go on with your point. Go on with your point. But, but someone who's got 800k followers might look at uh someone with 8k followers and say they're not an influencer um because to them 8k is nothing um like you know i'm someone who's uh you know managed to to gain you know in what in my eyes is like an average or not an average amount of following but i don't look at it as crazy but then some people will yeah, say it's pretty small like some people pretty pretty, will, pretty tiny we'll see those numbers pretty... and go holy shit, you know what i mean because that's <laughs> i've had i've definitely had a few of those reactions and for me it's mind-blowing yeah. because for me i'm i'm not big do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what that's what I mean by like the standards are so so subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't really go, you can't really base it on numbers. And I think, yeah, I think we all pretty much agree then. So it's not even about numbers; it's just about how personal you are and how interactive you are. And moreover, like you know, like if you're if what you're putting out, if your content, whatever, is relevant to your followers, then you are an influencer and I guess everyone is. I just, I think it's like how much, to what degree do you influence those around? I feel, I feel as well, you know, adding to that, I feel that as an influencer, like I feel to be one, it doesn't always have to be in a positive way. Like, and I feel Kanye is a good example for that recently. He's, you know, with his recent 
um, update and, you know, what he said was basically about Trump and, you know, slavery, for example. You know, I'm not going to keep, you know, go on everything about it, but I feel that, you know, for an hour. <laughs> um, like Kanye, you know, I think he's kind of very intelligent in his strategic manner. And I just feel that, you know, it doesn't always have to be a certain positive influence because you can influence, like people can, like, for example, on basement, some people, you know, would post quite creative different fits. And a lot of people would comment on it, like not, you know, completely confused and spiraled and, you know, been like, what the hell? And basically... You know, where people would, you know, say their opinion, which would be positive, and that's still going around. It's still influencing people that seeing that. You know, it's still going around, and I just feel that it's not always. So basically, from that, I feel that it's not doesn't always have to be positive. I mean, just positive. Sorry, it can be both. Yeah, yeah, uh, for positive. sure. Like you can have you can have a negative Influence, at the same yeah. time. Like you can you can be you know influencing people to do negative things, but as well, you could be deterring people to do things. Yeah, like yeah. like yeah, like like you use Kenya as a as a perfect example, like. I am, and and there's there's plenty like there's plenty of people, plenty of like people in the public eye that have done things. Yeah. And you're just like, what are they doing? Like that that yeah. is that is so stupid. They should not have done that. They should not have said that. They yeah. should not have slept with that person, whatever it may be. So yeah. it's like they have influence in that they are deterring people from doing wrong things or doing bad things. Before you know it, there's a bunch of people saying, you know, they're never going to do that, and there's a bunch of people saying, you know what, like I might even get off Twitter. I might, I might yeah. delete all those posts from 2012. I might stop doing all that stuff. I'm never going to do that again. So in that case, having, a, having that influence over people in seeing they don't want to be like you or they don't want to replicate what you're doing is important. Like, I think, yeah, that's present as well, just as, just as positive influences. I think in, Kanye's we- in Kanye West's instance, I think it's pure bait. Because if you look at what Kanye <laughs> said, <laughs> for example, I'm going to use the slavery topic. It's there. I think yep. Kanye just baits people. Um, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, he said the slavery thing in a way that the media can completely take it out of context and make him sound absolutely outrageous. Yeah. But then on the contrary, if you actually listen to the whole video, you listen to the whole yep. um, conversation, he was kind of, at least you can definitely perceive it in a way that he was yep. saying it about, um, you know, people are trapped in their own minds and they need to break out yep. their own minds, not, you know, the four Yeah, years. for sure. And, I feel, you know, the evidence to that is that Kanye always seems to do an action or say something. Well, you know, it could be an action as well. <laughs> but, you know, always seems to do something that can't be ignored. You know, it's not something that someone can just brush away or, you know, yeah, ignore. Like, it's just completely something that's like that surprise element. And I feel that surprise it element is really key. Whether it's outrage, yeah. whether it's... Yeah. That's, know, that's the thing. That's I, I was writing about that earlier. Um, that I was, I was doing a... Um, a write-up on Alexander McQueen, yeah, for for a project, and he was and yeah, he he basically was quoted saying like, I don't care if you love it or hate it, just as long as you go out feeling something about it. Like, I don't care if you're a pulp, yeah, I don't care if you know whatever, like whatever it may be. I just want people to feel something. Yeah, so that's sure. that's an interesting take on it as well. Yeah, and I feel I feel that you know going back to when we're talking about influence as well, I feel that strategic like an influencer, you know, like is it Dan Blazarian? Like they might not have that right yeah, at I think all. It's really sure. Yeah. Well, basically, you know, you go to his Instagram, and for me, I didn't. I see. It, I'll be honest. At first, like several years ago, I didn't. You know, think at first these each and every images are staged. You know, with them girls, you know, dressed in a certain way, in a certain manner that's getting that which he knows will gain so much attention. But what I will say now is that he's famous and he's an actor, and he's created himself a certain living, a certain career that 
pretty much I'm sure that he, you know he's in, he, you know he's lived his life in his own control, so he's pretty much got freedom there. Yeah. And that is from taking you know staging each and every image. Wow. So when you you know looking at adding content to Instagram, don't just include you know like I said you know clothes style, include the background. You know something there could be like whoa, someone could you could use something to catch someone's attention, man. And this is something that I'm looking at myself, and it's not like something that I would always you know. Well, yeah, disclose because it's happening all the time. And I feel that, you know, this is point to say that, you know, for everyone else that is game and wants to, you know, is adding content and stuff like that to it, you know, to include this point. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Dan Bulzerian is a uh, great example. Who's this guy? I don't know. Who, who is this guy? Like, what's, um, what's his Instagram? It's literally Dan, Dan And then B and it should come up. Yeah, if you put in Dan B... You know, oh, yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Guns, all that lot. Oh, yeah, the guy that takes... Oh no, no, it's not him. But yeah, <laughs> like a real so, big, like successful poker star. I feel like Dumbledore. He's the is... poker star. As in, like, in yeah. So he's made all that off, like, he's like competitive, you know. Gee, I think he's right. yeah. yeah, yeah. Carry on, it's in, yeah, So I feel like Dan is a is a great example of uh, lifestyle branding, and 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 personally, he executed it on the masses. He executed it in a mainstream sense. Um, Alternatively, you could look at Places Plus Faces, for example, who's executed this in a fashion sense. Um, and yeah, I was just wondering what you guys think about, you know, lifestyle branding in general. Yeah, so you just branding. you slam a logo on something and people don't yeah. buy it for the design. They don't buy it because it looks cool. Okay. They buy it okay, to represent so... a certain lifestyle with certain <laughs> right. image. For converting culture as well, and I said earlier in the call that I feel that, you know, Converting culture will go from the present, you know, and we'll, we will expand on our platforms, magazines, you know, yeah. podcast sector. But, you know, my point here is, is that, you know, converting culture, for example, could easily be uh, futuristically a lifestyle brand. And the, the positivity for me, in my opinion, for lifestyle brands is that they're, the, the power of them is, like, like Zach said, it's not in the design. I have big respect for anyone that can create that. Um, so with brands like Places Plus Faces, you know, they're not selling a product. They're selling almost like an experience. They're selling a an image, a lifestyle, a brand. You know what I mean? A lot of brands, I feel that, you know, also lifestyle brands at a certain point, like certain collections could be included as a lifestyle brand with certain, you know, text, for example. You know, like I feel that it can be like crossed over, you know, at certain times, a certain moment. But yeah, you know, like I, I personally enjoy for CC, you know, converting culture, sorry, to be able to lead down a path of that. Is there anything we wanted to say before we wrap it up? So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Um, you will hear more. There will be other guests. I'm not going to name them yet because that takes declines the excitement away. So let's not do that. But, cheers. We got the Gucci, Louis, three by logo. Three, five, look. <laughs> 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 <laughs>